Well, hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Dr. Joe Galati podcast, broadcasting high above the Texas Medical Center in Houston, purveyor of all things related to the liver, health and wellness, nutrition, food and cooking, and all-around doctor banter and witty repartee with our experts that visit us. Our website is drjoegalati.com. If you'd like to send me a note, subscribe to our newsletter, or even see me as a patient. If you want to call and be part of the program, dial us at 888-438-9431. And now, on with the podcast. Dr. Joe Galati. During the next hour, you'll learn about health, wellness, and the prevention of disease. Now, here's your host, Dr. Joe Galati. Well, a good Sunday evening to everybody. I'm Dr. Joe Galati. Thanks for tuning in tonight on this Sunday evening. We're here every Sunday between 7 and 8 p.m., bringing everybody the best in health and wellness. And week after week, we tell everybody that we want to make you better consumers of health care. We're not selling anything. We're not pitching anything. The only thing we're really doing here for the past 17 years is sharing with you reasonable, reliable health and wellness information. We talk about food, nutrition, exercise, disease prevention, things that are in the news, current things. There's so much health and wellness information that's in the news that it is absolutely confusing. It's confusing to me. I'm trying to talk to my patients. And one month Doing one thing is the right thing to do, and six months later, it's the wrong thing to do, and you have to retract. So it is confusing, both for the consumer, people like you, our listeners, as well as all of us healthcare professionals. Now, to get in touch with me, to be part of the program, the easiest way, drjoegalati.com, drjoegalati.com. You could find out about our practice, Liver Specials of Texas. You can see all of our social media outlets there, be it Facebook, Instagram, sign up for our newsletter. You could send me a message there, sign up for our newsletter, and take a look at old posts and prior episodes of Your Health First and other educational endeavors that we've taken uh, interest in on YouTube and uh, all of that. So drjogalati.com is the place to go. Now, today is Father's Day. Father's Day. I like to say every day is Father's Day, but certainly I want to give a shout out to my dad. He is 95 years old. We are blessed to have him. He has been an incredible role model for me, role model for all of my siblings, other friends that we've had over the years, his own co-workers that he's had over the years. It was always, what is Joe Galati? His name is Joe Galati as well. What is Joe Galati? What is Aggie Galati, my mom, who you're all familiar with? How are they raising their kids? And to this day, the things that 
my father did for me when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, the the years uh, struggling through college and medical school and residency, he was always there, even-handed. He always kept his cool and always a great role model for being a dad and a husband and a neighbor in the community. Now, with that said, we have to, we absolutely have to take a look at fatherhood and what role does that play in the health and wellness of the family, of your family. And having a healthy family, first of all, staying healthy yourself is key to the formula, right? So how, how can you ask others around you to be healthy, to eat right, don't drink, don't smoke, exercise, don't get overweight, if you yourself are neglecting yourself? As a father, you are a tremendous role model. People look at you. People mimic how you behave and act. And so you have to get your life in order first before you go out and preach to everybody else, be it your wife, your brothers and sisters, your children, co-workers, friends, your community. So what does it really mean to take care of yourself as the dad? What does it mean to take care of yourself? Well, there, this, is, this is a very complicated topic, but let me try to break it down in the next few minutes. Number one, you have to be mindful. Mindful realizing that all of your actions have a reaction to your own body, health and wellness, the safety around you. And you have to really take a very honest look and say to yourself, am I taking care of myself? Now, taking care of yourself is not synonymous with being selfish. You could be very giving. You could be the go-to guy. You could be everybody's best friend. That does not get you off the hook to not take care of yourself. So taking care of yourself in no particular order is going to be, are you eating properly? And so much of what we talk about on this program, Your Health First, so much of what we talk about in my office at Liver Specialists of Texas, and you may be saying, if you're new to the program or you you don't know me, you say, this guy's a liver guy. He takes care of patients with liver disease. Why is he talking about food all the time? Well, if you realize it, obesity and fatty liver is the number one driver for chronic liver disease leading to cirrhosis. It's called non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. So yes, as a result, my waiting room is full of individuals, men and women, that have fatty liver. What's the common thread? Obesity. How do we get obese? We eat the wrong foods. We eat too much. We're not cooking at home. We are eating processed foods. We're eating foods that are calorie-dense, nutrition poor, okay? So for you, the dad, how are you taking care of yourself? Are you leading by example and not coming home with a Wendy's bag every day after work? Or in the back of your car, you got can after can of uh, Coke and Pepsi and Dr. Pepper, okay? So are you eating? Are you 
leading an example of how to eat properly. All right, we're going to take a break. I will come back in more detail on this. You know I will for sure. As I said earlier, our website, drjoegalati.com. Stay tuned. Happy Father's Day to everybody. I'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Dr. Joe Galati. You're tuned into Your Health First. We're here every Sunday between 7 and 8 p.m., only an hour. I ask you, only an hour every week. Wish we had more, but you'll just have to re-listen to the podcast once uh, we uh, edit them and push them out for consumption. But drjogalati.com is our website, our practice, liver specialists of Texas. We take care of liver, digestive disorders. If you want a second opinion, we're doing a lot of telemedicine now from all over the country, basically. So don't hesitate to ring us up, drjoegalati.com. And stay tuned. In the weeks to come, we're doing a major makeover of the website and the interface <clears throat> and um, the look of it. So it's going to be more user-friendly, updating it, giving it a bit of a paint job. So stay tuned, drjoegalati.com. And, of course, Liver Specials of Texas is our practice. So we were talking in the last segment about Father's Day, shout out to all the dads, and the, the massive, the massive responsibility of being a father. And I believe that that role needs to be supported. A lot of dads need additional coaching and insight, and being a father is not something that is God-given, that you are uh, 25 years old, you're 30 years old, and you know exactly what to do. And on top of that, there really is no manual. There are lots of books, self-help, support groups. But the one thing that I am stressing here tonight is that fathers need to be the driver in keeping your family healthy. And as I said earlier, the, the, the dad needs to make sure that he is healthy. Is he eating right? Is he exercising? Leading by example. Is he not smoking? Consuming excess alcohol? There is so much chronic alcohol abuse out there that it, it would make some of your heads turn to hear and see what I see every day. Now, these individuals may not be card-carrying alcoholics, but they are consuming a lot of alcohol that not only is causing some medical abnormality, it's, it's impacting their body, but also their behavior, their involvement with their family, 
And, le- and let's face it, when you're lit with two or three beers or three or four glasses of wine, you're, you're not connected. You're not grounded. You're not communicating well. And so it does impact the people around you, most notably your spouse and your children, okay? Um, and are you sleeping well? Okay, are you leading a healthful life that your children, and let's face it, it's Father's Day because you have kids, all right? And, and, and the kids are the most important thing in our lives, and they need dads. They need leadership. They need support. So number one, make sure you're taking care of yourself. If you haven't gone to the doctor, if you haven't gotten blood worked, if you haven't checked your blood pressure, your blood sugar, you think you're overweight, something's wrong, go get it checked out, all right? Many diseases, conditions are asymptomatic, meaning you have no symptoms at all. We like to talk about liver disease as the silent killer, hypertension, blood pressure, silent killer. How do you find out you have high blood pressure? Oh, after you have a stroke after you're going to kidney failure. So it's, it's, it's something you have to be careful with. Now, with regard to your kids, this is an extension of good communication with your children. Are you able to sit down and look at their health? Are you creating a healthful environment for the kids? Are you feeding and preparing meals that are going to support healthy children healthy adolescents, and and healthy young adults? Are you cooking at home most nights of the week, or are, are you, the thing that you're making for dinner is a reservation? That's not what we should be doing. We should be making sure the kids are eating good food. And the argument which is, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. People will say, to eat good, to eat well, it costs too much money. Baloney, I have done studies on this. I have gone shopping. I have bought groceries. And, and if, if you pay a little bit of attention to buying in bulk, getting things on sale, using coupons, two for one, whatever the case may be, you could feed a family of four in a very economical way. It's not free, but it's not going to break the bank either. It's certainly cheaper than eating out and getting junk food and crap on the table every night. The next thing is looking at the kids and are they exercising? There's nothing wrong with putting the kids on a scale. We're not fat shaming them. We're not making fun of them. We're not calling them names. But just like you look at a a, a report card or a note from the teacher or their school or their grades. Another metric that we're looking at is their weight. So there's nothing wrong with, in a kind, supportive, loving way, look at your kid's weight. And if it is a problem, you could check in with their pediatrician or their family practitioner and say, look, we need a little direction here. Is it the food? There isn't enough physical activity. The other thing is with regard to smoking. Cigarette smoking is bad. It's been bad for all the years that it's been around. The other issue is vaping. Research study after research study after research study. 
We're being sold a bill of goods to think that vaping is a good alternative to cigarettes or cigars or pipes, whatever it is. There's all sorts of data, and I have talked about it, and I have had experts on the program saying that vaping is not all that it's cracked up to be. The other major thing is alcohol. Are you talking to your kids about alcohol? And the one thing, the adolescent brain, the 13-year-old brain, the 14-year-old brain, the 15-year-old brain, once they get a taste, literally and, and figuratively, their brain goes haywire. They are going to get into a state where they may start to crave alcohol. And if you want to light on fire somebody that's going to have trouble with alcohol, introduce alcohol early. It's not good. And then the bigger issue is, are you talking to your children? Are you being that dad that is talking about drug abuse, drug misuse, what the other kids are doing, and educating them and loving them and supporting them to not not follow the crowd. That's what we need to do. All right, we're going to take a break. I'll be back in a few minutes. Dr. Joe Galati, always a pleasure showing up on Sunday evening. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Dr. Joe Galati. Thanks for tuning into Your Health First. We're here every Sunday between the hour of 7 and 8 p.m. Broadcasting from our world headquarters, 740 KTRH here in Houston, and broadcasting around the nation on the iHeartRadio app every Sunday. Now, make sure you check out our website, drjoegalati.com, drjoegalati.com. And what can you do there? Well, you can find out about our practice, Liver Specialists of Texas. We handle everything liver-related and digestive-oriented. You can find out how to connect with all of our social media, YouTube videos, Instagram, Facebook, old episodes, our podcast, which you can tap into and uh, basically listen to many, many old segments of the program to increase your knowledge base. DrJoeGalati.com. And of course, sign up for our newsletter. That's the most important thing. But if you feel like sending me a message, of course, that's the way to do it. So have we been uh, talking about this uh, the prior two episodes of uh, tonight's program? We're talking about Father's Day. We're talking about the importance of all of our dads out there being healthy. For many, many reasons, this this may seem obvious, but I'm, I'm trying to shed a little bit of light, a little bit of direction on this. And the premise is to be an effective parent, and in this case, a dad. You yourself, number one, have to lead by example as far as how you are conducting your own health and wellness affairs. Are you 
eating properly? Are you showing an interest in eating a, a healthful or healthy diet? Or are you eating junk food, microwave, chips, dips, and, and sipping yourself to chronic disease, obesity, and diabetes? All right. And for your children, now whether, you know, the funny thing is a lot of, a lot of people, when I, I talk to them in the office and I say, do you have children? They, they always seem to say, yes, but they're grown. Yes, they're out of the house. And to me, un, until you die, they are the, your children. Regardless of whether or not they're 8 and 10 years old or they're 50-year-olds and they live in another, another state, another country, they are your kids. You are always their dad. And, and so I don't quite understand that. I don't know if it's some sort of a disconnect to say, once the kids are 18 out of the house, 22 and out of the house, 25 and out of the house, hey, I am done with these kids. Yes, they are my children in, in name only. But you have to, until you're old and gray and, and, and crotchety, you are their dad, okay? You are their father or their grandfather. So my, my emphasis is always to keep your health and wellness a priority, not only for yourselves, but as I'm saying, as a, a role model. Um, so it, it really is important. So what I, what I want to tackle here now, and, and uh, you know, as I said earlier, moms are just as important. We are not ignoring the role of a healthy mother, a healthy grandmother. Uh, so so don't don't anybody take any offense to this. But we are talking about dads because it is Father's Day today and, and tonight. And as I've said, every day is Father's Day. Every day is Mother's Day. So anyway, so here is a challenge I would like to leave with all of the dads, for all of you listening, or the granddads. And what I would say is this is a family affair. So if you... you are listening tonight and you have a dad, you have your husband, you have a close family member that you are in touch with, be it an uncle, be it a really great friend, close friend of the family. Take heed to what I'm going to say and what this challenge is. So the challenge is going to be to take stock of the different medical conditions you may be dealing with on a day-to-day basis. And and let's face it. Let's look at what they are. It's going to be high blood pressure. It is going to be a problem regarded to your blood sugar and your diabetes. All right. Now we're talking mostly of type 2 diabetics, the adult onset diabetes, not the insulin dependent diabetes because that's a separate disease entity in, in a sense. We're talking about high cholesterol, high triglycerides, those blood lipids that become problematic. And we are, you know, maybe talking also about uh, uh, other elective medications that you're taking for uh, one symptom or another. Typically, we have an entire population that is almost not so much addicted, that is the wrong word, but they are chronically on medications for their stomach. They're taking the purple pill. They have heartburn. They have reflux. They have indigestion. 
And, and so those major categories, my challenge is to see what can you do to get off these medications. Now, it's going to take a concerted effort on the part of the patient to number one, communicate with their physician and care team, be it a PA or a nurse practitioner. Now, it is probably going to be a rarity an absolute rarity. But for those of you that are listening tonight, I want to mobilize you to have the following conversation with your care team, either tomorrow morning or in the next few weeks when you visit with somebody or go out of your way and make an appointment, make a phone call, do a telemedicine visit with your care team and say, look, I am on four different medications, uh, two blood pressure medicines, a diabetes medicine, a cholesterol medicine. What do I need to do to get off at least one of these medications in the next 90 days? Okay, that is a pretty good challenge. And what it's going to take is a change in your behavior, a change in your typical lifestyle approach to this. So if you get on a plan of weight loss, you're going to stop eating out, you're going to get to bed earlier, you're going to make a conscious decision to not eat processed food, eat more vegetables and fruits, eat more at home. And I talk about this in the book, Eating Yourself Sick. You can reverse a lot of this. And by losing weight, cutting down on the salt intake. Because as I've said a thousand times on this program over the last 17 years, the amount of sodium or salt in the processed foods that we are eating is a driver for a high blood pressure and and weight gain. So if you make these adjustments and you drop your weight by, uh, let's say, 5% or 10% of your body weight, your blood pressure is going to go down your blood glucose control is going to get better. And as you lose weight, as your blood glucose gets under control, your cholesterol may drop to the point that maybe you can control the lipids with diet only, okay? So instead of being on five medicines, you're on three medicines. But this is all a challenge that you should all be up to instead of simply being satisfied with the status quo. You go to the doctor and said, Bob, your blood pressure is even higher. This medication isn't working. I'm going to add a second drug for your blood pressure. The average person is like, oh, well, okay, doctor. That's, that's, if, if that's what you say, I'm going to be compliant and follow direction. Unfortunately, we've got to get into the doctor's heads, my colleagues, to say, look, this blood pressure is borderline controlled with the one medication. Before I add a second drug, you have to see a dietitian. You have to lose weight. You've got to stop exer- start exercising. Okay? So the challenge here for the dads is number one, take stock of the medicine. Look at it and say, what medicines am I on because of poor? And let's be honest, I'm not candy coating this. What bad lifestyle decisions have I made that has gotten me in this situation? And the answer is not more medicine. And again, something I talk about at length in 
in, in my book, Eating Yourself Sick, we talk about the pill mentality. It's not so much what do I need to do to improve my health and wellness? What do I need to do to lower my blood pressure? What do I need to do uh, to, to get my diabetes under control? Give me a pill. The pill is the answer. And that is a huge, ginormous mistake. And it is an attitude that we just need to change. And so I am trying to tie this into to Father's Day so that the dads listening look at this and say, what is more tragic? And it is. It is a tra- tragedy for dads to be ill. They are not going to be there for their kids. They're not going to be there for their for their wives, for their families, for their neighbors, for their community. It's expensive, and all around, it stinks being sick. I hope, I hope this all resonates with all of you listening tonight. All right, so with that said, you've got your challenge. I'm Dr. Joe Galati. Don't forget, go to drjoegalati.com, sign up for our newsletter, check out everything we've got there. If you are having just so happens if you are having problems with a fatty liver, obesity, any sort of liver issues, uh, we're very happy to evaluate you. Just go to our website, drjoegalati.com. All right, final segment coming up. Hope you're having a great Father's Day. What is left of it? And guess what? I will be right back. Thanks for tuning in this Sunday evening, this Father's Day weekend. I'm Dr. Joe Galati. You're tuned into Your Health First. Every Sunday between 7 and 8 p.m., I am sure you're all having a great Father's Day weekend, making sure you reach out and say hello to your dad, tell them how much you love him, and certainly my own dad is listening in tonight and I can tell you without a doubt, I would not be where I am today without him. He was, to this day, he is a a vital confidant and person that, despite being 95 years old, his advice is so sound based on experience, and so many of us need to tap into our parents if you are lucky enough to still have them. And, uh, you know, again, I think for the younger dads that are listening here, you want to work your way to the point where you're looking at your 10, 15 year old, you want to be able to look back and say, when, when I am 80 years old, when I am 85, 90, my children will still look to me for advice. You have to make yourself relevant. You have to make yourself meaningful. But again, I'm going to tie this back. If you want to live to 80 to 85, 90 years old, you have to take care of yourself today. You can't think that 
ignoring your health, doing whatever on earth you want, eat, smoke, drink, whatever you want, is going to create an environment that's going to make you healthy when you're 80. It's not. So that's why today, tonight, the the effort is for the dads listening tonight to sort of get off your butt and and really think about what you need to do for your health. And for those that are around our dads, our husbands, our grandfathers, our uncles, the, the men that are important in our own lives, are you going to be a willing accomplice to their health demise? And it happens all the time. There's somebody that is not taking care of themselves and they have a family that just sort of watches this person go down the tubes instead of standing up and saying, look, we need, we care about you. We care about you. Let's, let's get this under control. So, so with that said, the last six minutes or so that I've got tonight, a very nice article, pretty, pretty simple and straightforward, how to talk to your dad about health. And this is, uh, you know, usually a very difficult situation. A lot of people don't really think about this. They'd rather avoid a confrontation, avoid a conflict, than say something and intervene. It's very difficult for uh, parents to take advice from their kids. Now, here again, you don't want to take advice on saying, hey, dad, I think you're drinking too much. Dad, I think you're smoking too much when you yourself are knocking back a six-pack every night. That's, that's not a good example to follow. So here is a, a number of common uh, reasons for men to avoid the doctor. This was based on a 2014 survey conducted by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, our friends at the CDC. And they found that men are half as likely to uh, see a doctor over a two-year period than women. Men are also more than three times more likely to avoid the doctor for more than five years. They're also twice as likely to say they've never seen a health professional as an adult. And so sadly, it's, it's really common for men to put more energy into avoiding the doctor rather than taking care of their health. So here's, here's a, a rundown. This was a national survey conducted by the Orlando health hospital system. And these are the top reasons men refused to see the doctor. Okay, 22% said they were too busy. 21% said they were afraid to find out what might be wrong. Well, what's worse, finding out now that you have something that we could act on early rather than go later than you would want and have a hell of a time getting treatment. 8% Eight percent said they didn't want to go. They didn't want to undergo uncomfortable exams like a prostate or a rectal exam. All right. Well, you know what? You got to get over that. Eight percent feared the doctor would ask them uncomfortable questions, and seven percent said they didn't want to get on a scale to see how much they weighed. Okay. So uh, we have to get past this. So the other part is men are less likely to talk about their health. So doctors aren't the only things that men avoid. Many studies have shown most men won't even talk about their health, even with their male friends. So they'll talk about everything else but their own health. So a 2016 survey by the Cleveland Clinic Foundation 
found that 53% of men said they don't talk about health issues. When they do bring up their health, it's usually to brag about how they received their injury. So it's more, uh, you know, I got a, a broken ankle, I hurt my back working out, doing something sort of uh, He-Man type thing. So here are some tips to talk to dad about your health. And this is really what, what I'd like to focus in on the last couple of minutes. Ask your dad if he has any concerns. All right. Ask him. So in a roundabout way, you're not addressing a specific health issue, but let's have a conversation. The other point is stick to the facts. If you've noticed a change in your dad's health, gently point out the facts. Say, hey, dad, this is the second time I heard you coughing. Or, hey, dad, this is the second or third time I've noticed that you complain of an upset stomach after eating. All right. When you do talk to the person, always try to include it in the tense of the what we like to say, the I statement. So you don't want to say you never take care of yourself because that's an attack. You want to say, I am really concerned you have not seen a doctor in a few years. I am concerned that you have gained 20 pounds in the last six months. I am concerned to see that you are not sleeping. Okay. Problem solve the obstacles and the barriers. Why don't they want to go to the doctor? Is it that it's an insurance problem? Is it a financial problem? Is it maybe they don't like their doctor that they've been assigned? Okay. You want to also seek out health from other trusted people that they care about. So you want to make this a team effort. It's not me against you and take it slow. Have a conversation today. Bring it up again in a couple of weeks. Make some suggestions, okay? And try to manipulate the conversation in a good way so that they're making their own decisions and strategies to avoid. Don't parent your, your dad. Stop nagging and don't get in, engaged in heated discussions or saying the worst thing you could say, I told you so. Okay. You don't want to get there. So try to have these difficult conversations. I'm going to post this article on the Facebook page of drjoegalati.com. If you go to drjoegalati.com, you see the Facebook link. Check it out. I will stick it up there. All right, that is it for this Sunday of Your Health First. I'm Dr. Joe Galati. Boy, I hope all of our dads are doing well. And again, keep in mind the final message here. Your health, our dad's health, should be of utmost importance. See you next Sunday night. Take care. Be well. Thanks for listening today to our podcast. Don't forget, for more information, check out drjoegalati.com. Information about my book, Eating Yourself Sick, is available there, as well as our clinical practice, radio program, and social media links. We need you to be part of our tribe and community. Until we meet again, I'm Dr. Joe Galati. Ciao.